what's up everybody i hope you're having an amazing awesome beautiful day first of all i miss y'all but we're gonna talk about that um if you've never listened to my podcast before thank you so much for tuning in my name is brianne and welcome to abba's girls podcast where we have christian tools for the father's daughter hopefully you're the father's daughter or son and we got some tools talks tips just for you. So listen, um, every week we talk about something specific uh, to such topics. And this week I wanted to talk about something that I think is plaguing all of us. And uh, plaguing is such a strong word because when you say something is plaguing you, like it is like taking over you. And one thing is, <laughs> it's interesting because it's so simple. It's so, um, we think it's so essential, but it actually is so powerful. And what I wanted to talk to you guys today about was the to-do list. Um, a lot of us are listers, especially women. We're listers, um, those who are entrepreneurial in spirit or endeavor um, or who have a lot of things to do. You're a part of a lot of different organizations. You're on a lot of different teams. Uh, you work full time. You know, you have like friends and social lives. So there are all these different aspects of our lives want to be up and ahead on things spiritually, emotionally, financially. Um, that comes with a lot of list. And I myself am a lister, so I'm not talking about something that I'm foreign to. Um, I list everything. I list what I'm going to do in my day. I list out um, I list out the list that I need. Like, that's how much of a lister I am. Like, I was like, okay, I need to write a list. You know, everything from grocery lists to financial plans to summer goals to uh, five-year plans, uh, books I want to write, books I want to read. Everything with me is a list, um, even to my accountability partner. Actually, we laugh about that because my accountability partner does not like lists like that's not <laughs> that's not like a thing. But um, that's one of our communication points, our list, because if I don't write it down and list it and organize it in that way, I'm definitely going to forget about it. So it's just really interesting to um, watch and understand the power of the to do list. The reason why. The to do list is so powerful is because the to do list, depending on how you organize it, whether you organize your to do list by the day, whether you organize your to do list by the week, whether you organize it by the month, um, however you organize your to do list, it runs you. The to do list tells you what you're supposed to do, when you're supposed to do it, depending on how detailed you make your list, what you're going to need to get it done or uh, the time period at which you're going to get it done. It tells you the day you're going to get it done, um, the resources that you may need to outsource to get it done, because we're talking about different things that people have to do in their day. And one thing that I wanted to mention about the to-do list is the to-do list is silent, but it's so powerful. It's silent because all you're doing is taking things off of your mind or um, out of your things of, you know, that you actually need to get done and you're putting them in a list and you're committing to try to organize all of these activities so that you actually get them done. That's the purpose of the to-do list. And it's silent because first of all, it depends on where you write your list. You may write your list on a little notepad on your desk. You may type out a to-do list in the notes section on your phone. You may put it on a sticky note. You know, you may not actually physically write out your to-do list. You may just have a running kind of Rolodex thing going on in your mind, but that to-do list will run you think about it guys it tells you what you're supposed to do and depending on what it tells you what you're supposed to do 
will determine how long that task takes. For instance, if on my to-do list, I say solve well or hunger, well, that's going to take a lot longer than complete this assignment. Um, you know, if it says study, well, studying takes a lot longer than just completing a task or writing something up or submitting an email or uh, running by the store. Um, and even on those lists, you know, if I say I'm going to the store, well, if I write a list of the things I need from the store, even if it's three things, if I'm going to Walmart and they're on separate sides of the store like that takes time so what the to-do list inadvertently tells you is how much time you do or don't have depending on the task that you put on the list and that's why they're so powerful because they can consume you you know I have what's called a daily planner and a weekly planner my weekly planner is broken down by the day it has Monday through Sunday or Sunday through Monday however you start your week and it allows me to list the activities organize my whole week by the day and then I have a daily to-do list where I transfer that information um, to this particular list so I don't have to focus on the things that I have to do for the rest of the week because that makes me like nervous and it doesn't make me feel like I'm accomplishing anything if I look at like the whole week and even though I'm trying to work on just for today. But I just think that all in all that we should trust God, like at the bottom line, at the prima facie, we should trust God. We should trust God with our list. We should be led by Holy Spirit. Time and time again, I've gotten in trouble with God because I have been like, but no, God, like that wasn't on the agenda for day for today or no, God, I didn't schedule time for that or no, God, I really didn't plan on getting that done today. I actually had that scheduled for next Thursday at about two o'clock because I had this to do or no, God, I don't think that's more priority than this right here or, or God, I'm focusing on this right now. I really don't want to think about this or I really don't want to do this or I really don't want to be deterred in this way but the issue is that when you aren't flexible to God's voice and it's something as small as a to-do list you really idolize your to-do list like you definitely make it an idol in that moment and hopefully you don't make it an idol of your life um, we have to always and continually and consistently be led by Holy Spirit to do the things that we've been called to do. And this is the thing, the comforting thing that I found about to do lists. This is why this is how I justify my nap. So I don't know if you need a nap justification. Like, I don't know if you can just drop into them. But here's one that works for everything. The thing about a to-do list is it's going to be there. The things you have to get done, they're going to be there. They're not going anywhere. They're not going to run off and get done. I mean, unless you have a loving and amazing partner um, that knows how to do the thing that you want to do. Um, or you have somebody that can help you do the thing that you're trying to do that's on your list. But for the most part, people don't normally pick up tasks. So for that matter, you know, the to-do list is going to be there. Whether you get it done now, whether you get it done later, like the things that need to be done, they're going to be done. So that's why I want to encourage you today. Like, don't let that to-do list kill you. Don't let that to-do list run you. Don't let that to-do list have you running rapid, chasing after this place of being done. Because at the end of the day, the truth of the matter is, if you're continually growing and evolving and changing um, and developing there's always going to be something to get done. There's always going to be more to do. There's always going to be, and you'll, you'll end up kind of like this gerbil, you know, in the uh, circular wheel where you're running, 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 running as fast as you can, but you don't feel like you're getting anywhere because I believe we live in a society where there's like a lot of people who are goal oriented. They're dream chasers. They're entrepreneurs. They're trying to live by their own vocation, by their own ambition, by their own hustle grind mentality and none of those things are wrong in and of themselves but 
when they begin to surmount your time with God, when they begin to surmount your your uh, spending time in his presence, your worship, um, your giving because you need money to supply, you know, the thing that you're trying to build or do. So it impacts like your giving life. It impacts your focus life. It impacts your reflection time like you have too much stuff on your to do list. I have one of my mentors. He's phenomenal. And he believes that you shouldn't have more than seven things on your to do list per day. And he said the reason why is because anything over seven, you might be halfway getting things done, first of all, and then you won't actually do things well, secondly. And then thirdly, he was like, you can commit more time to committing to a task and you see things done. So out of his advice, I'm not at a place in my life right now where I can say I can only get seven things on my to-do list done because those things can be small, minute, minor. You know, one task could have three or four different steps. So, you know, how would you divide that? I'm not sure, but it's a system that works for him. So where, where I am in my place of, of life right now, I can most heavily use the last part of that wisdom. The last part of that wisdom says, um, that, you know, you want to see things done. So what I begin to focus on is what, how much stuff can I get done today? I think a lot of times like we'll load up our to-do list to make ourselves feel self-important or to make ourselves feel like we're really, you know, oh my gosh, we just got so much stuff to do and blah, 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 blah. So for me, I had to step back and say, what am I actually getting done in a day? You know, there's some tasks that will roll over into the next day or some tasks that you can't complete in its entirety for the day being, you know, maybe because it involves somebody else to sign off on another day or it involves, you know, another business processing day or perhaps, you know, there's some funds that will come later that, you know, will allow you to do something. Whatever the case may be, I think it's imperative that we, first of all, trust God and we, second of all, look to him to guide our day. This same mentor told me his name is Dr. Vincent Robinson. You should look him up. The dude is insanely dope. Um, he's super underrated and I can't wait till he gets the clout that he needs. <laughs> yes, I just did. Yes, I did just say that. Um, if you need any information on him, just let me know. But anyway, um, he says um, it kind of made me lose my train of thought because I, I, I really do love and admire him. But anyway, he says um, that we should give God our day instead of putting God in our day. And that was something that I wanted to talk about because sometimes when we write out these to-do lists, we don't include time for God. We just simply include our vocational or family or small errand task that load up our whole day. And by the time our head hits the pillow, we're out and we haven't even looked at our Bible. We haven't spent two seconds of prayer with God. We haven't done anything um, to build ourselves or protect ourselves spiritually or nothing. And so um, I've been guilty of this before. Like when I wake up, you know, I see all these notifications on my phone, all these emails I need to respond to, all of this stuff that needs my attention. So I lay in bed until I can get up, you know, texting this back and answering this and all of these things, um, you know, so before I even hit the floor, I'm already on my to-do list. I'm already knocking out tasks that, you know, I could have just paused and said, okay, you know what? I woke up, you know, it's six 30. I'm going to spend the next hour with God. And that stuff can start then. Because again, as I've said earlier, that stuff is going to be there. I think we have to trust that we are in control. And that's why I wanted you to like, I keep emphasizing that you're not supposed to let this to-do list run you. Because if you do like, 
it will make you feel like you're losing control, like you're swallowing, like you're drowning, like it's over, it's like consuming you and you're never getting anywhere. When that's not the case, those are lies and tricks of the enemy. You are gaining, you are gaining ground. You are making progress. You just haven't slowed down enough to reflect and see the process and the progress that you've made. And sometimes we need that process that we've made because that process will help us to be better for the next day. For instance, if you said, you know, like I, you know, the example I just used, if I said, okay, from 6.30 to 7.30, that time is dedicated to God, then I know for sure I need to be in bed, you know, by about 12, one so that I'll get up at 6.30. Um, because if not, I'm going to sleep through that time. You know, these are things that, you know, processes that worked and you want to repeat those processes and you want to create those habits so that you're cycling your life for for a healthier outcome and all the while getting things accomplished that's the most important thing we want to see things completed we want to see things finished we want to see things done and we don't want to have just stuff to do so in saying that um i think we should give god our day i think we should Yes, I think we should give God our day and not put our God. I'm sorry, I keep screwing this up. (laughs) I think we should give God our day and not try to put God in our day. And what that means is, is we start the day um, with him in mind. We start the day with our time, um, with dedicating the day to him, allowing him to speak to us concerning the day, allowing him to give us insight and wisdom and knowledge concerning what may or may not occur in the day. Those times that I've slowed down life and really given God today, like, you know, so it'd be like waking up in the morning and saying, you know, God, I thank you for the day. I thank you for life. I thank you for health and for strength and not just letting my feet hit the floor and running on about getting dressed and going over my day. At that point, it would literally be sitting sitting there, uh, spending time in his presence. The Bible says in Psalms 5, 3, this like in the morning, you hear my voice, O Lord, in the morning, I prepare a prayer, a sacrifice for you and watch and wait for you to speak to my heart. And so that's Psalm 5, 3, that's the amplified version, right? So the Bible talks about in David, you know, he's amazing guys. Like if you haven't studied him, like it'll be an amazing study, but it talks about basically how I am sitting before you. I prepared my heart. Um, I prepared this prayer. I've taken a sacrifice of time, which may mean getting up a little earlier. Um, and I'm just watching and waiting for you to speak to my heart concerning this day. I guarantee you, I cannot emphasize it enough guys. Your day is going to go so much smoother If you take time to acknowledge God, because he can give you insight and wisdom. The Bible also says in John chapter 16, it talks about a specific verse. um, And I don't want to quote it wrong, but check 13 or 33. I can't remember that first digit, but it's 13 or 33 in the amplified version. I believe it is. Um, or check KJV, but it says, I will show you of things to come in the C part of the verse. God will show you of things to come. So your, your day doesn't have to be such a mystery. It doesn't have to be such a rat race. It doesn't have to be so overwhelming. Like you can literally win in your day with God on your side. Like if you give God your day, if you consecrate that day back to him, I guarantee you just try it for a week straight. Just try it and see how much smoother your life goes and how much more fluently and prepared you are for the different things that will be taking place in your life. I personally um, love prayer in the morning. I love prayer in the morning because it sets the course of my day. It helps me to slow down, to not stress about the things that I need to get done. But it also like makes me get up. It makes me get up and 
like approach the day with expectation, approach the day uh, with joy and not just a dreaded burden. Like a lot of people hate Mondays, um, which I don't understand. I love Mondays. Mondays are the most productive day of my week easily. And so it's just interesting to see how people, um, you know, deal with different parts of the of the week. But I say that to say that I think that whatever day you like or don't like that, I know that if you get up and you give God that day, then you are going to benefit from it. Additionally, on top of giving God that part of my day, I also give God the end of my day after I finish studying, working, going to work, coming home, cooking, cleaning, eating, talking with friends, calling my mom. Um, that's pretty much the things I do studying, reading. Those are, uh, researching. Those are parts of almost writing every single day. Like, content production, creation, all of those things, um, pretty much every single day. Like there's not a day that I get away from any of those things. Uh, rarely is it just because of where I am in life. And so I like reading my word at the end of the day. The reason why I like reading my word at the end of the day is because I feel like it washes my mind from the things that I encountered that day, whether they were good, whether they're bad, whether they're ugly. It helps me to reflect on myself, my actions, my interactions that day. It helps me to um, grow, you know, grow spiritually because there's nothing else on my mind. Like it's that final workout before bed. And so a lot of you guys, if you've been struggling with like night terrors and nightmares and bad dreams I would admonish you to read your word before you go to bed I believe there's power in the word and I believe there's power um in resting in what thus says the Lord the Bible says and he promises us that we will have sweet sleep so I think that's a a great time to exercise those principles getting those verses down in your spirit instead of you know watching a scary movie or falling asleep on Netflix or or even the music like why not fall asleep with the awe-inspiring power of God so they're doing some yard work I'm not sure if you guys can hear it but I just thought I'd give that disclaimer that it's not a connection issue that um they just decided in the middle of the day to do yard work but even though they said they weren't gonna do it but whatever, that's why I chose this time to record. <laughs> so um, additionally, um, I don't want your to-do list to kill you. I think some of our to-do lists are killing us. And this is what I mean. We have so much on our to-do list. We have so much that we want to do, so much we want to get done. I think that's the thing that really kind of burns our heart. The things we want to get done that we can't get done, um, that we forsake things that benefit us, like being concerned about our health. Um, You shouldn't have a to-do list that's so heavy, that's so hectic, that's so packed that you can't have time to get a healthy meal, that you can't have time to spend time um, exercising, that you are no time at all for self-care. Like you have to be focused and intentional about your health, about your sanity, um, about your mental health, your emotional health, your financial health, your spiritual health. Like you should not box out the things that make you operate. One of the most important things that you have, one of the biggest assets and investments you'll ever make are into yourself, because without you like that to do list doesn't matter. And quite frankly, it doesn't exist. So there's no point in doing so much and working so hard to where your blood pressure is high. Your health is out of whack. You can't function um, because then you can't even get to the basic things that you used to be able to do. So we can forget about doing the things that you aspire to do. So, again, I think having that mentality about the to do list saying like, okay, the to do list doesn't run me. I created it and I'm going to worship myself, the creator and not this creation. You understand? 
So I just wanted to to kind of drop that bug in you guys' ear because, like I said, I, I can see it. Like a lot of people are so ran, whether they've written it down or whether not. Like to-do list is important. Um, I think it's an integral tool uh, for our success. But at the same time, I think that we should we should exercise discipline and control in creating and following our to-do list. And above all, we should put God first because... Well, he's God and that's where he deserves to be. Sometimes this new list can kind of X him out. So we have to be sure that he is given our day and not just put in our day. Well, that's all that I have for you guys today. I hope that you have an amazing, awesome, beautiful day. Uh, whatever day of the week you listen to this, whatever time of the day you listen to this, that you take this in consideration, that you reassess your to-do list and that you go on empower authority and love. So until next time, guys, I love y'all. Peace, love and hair grease.